This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. Da, 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 da. And I'm your host, Millie Yearly, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. Hot Mike, a.k.a. Ice Coffee Much. And I'm here with G Loco, who has created the Pool Together app for none other than ETH. OS G Loco, welcome. Thanks for joining us on the Pool Together Community Podcast, sir. Thank you, Millie. I'm glad I'm here, man. So, as we do with all of these, I want to hear your origin story. How did you get into crypto? How did you come to this crazy place? It's a pretty wild and interesting story. So, I kind of started hearing about bitcoin you know everybody really heard about bitcoin and people were using bitcoin for all this kind of startup accelerator and it was kind of this paid accelerator and i ran into payment issues you know i couldn't pay them directly with a pay my credit card and the only way to do that was to i think use bitcoin so i think i got my first bitcoin about above 200 dollars around that time you know joining the startup accelerator and i got some perks from joining them. So fast forward, I've, I've graduated from school. I have all these things on my mind I want to do, but I don't know what to start with. And then I figured I have Amazon credits, right? So let me figure out how to make some money with that, you know? And then I did a whole lot of research and I chanced upon mining. This is around fresh, fresh off of COVID in the 2021 new year, February, February, 2021. So I was I was part of the last batch of miners. I used I used the remaining 10k service to spin up 10k credits to spin up service, and I used that to get my first ETH. You know, and it was it was it was an insane journey. That was the actual time I actually discovered ETH. You know, because it was Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Until I realized I couldn't mine Bitcoin with my service. No more GPU mining for Bitcoin. You know, and now all I was left with was Ethereum. So. I just started mining Ethereum and then joining Telegram groups. And then all of a sudden, I'm all the way here. It's, it's actually pretty crazy. It's actually really insane. So similarly, and not similarly at all, I was making Alexa skills and got Amazon credits. And, and I was just content with women, winning uh, Amazon like Alexa devices for my home. So I have like an Alexa in my corner that I did because I made an Amazon skill. Whereas you are mining Ethereum. You just made my Alexa people. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome that you used your AWS credits to mine, to do Ethereum yeah. mining. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. Was, so then was the so you, you already have the dev skills, right? And so yeah. you're getting into Ethereum, you're making money. So that's how you got there. Now, how did you, you know, find Pool Together? Okay. So I didn't really take coding seriously until I moved out of the house. You know, after I made a little crypto money, I moved out the house, found my own place. And then it became really clear that trading crypto was not a stable way to like survive, <laughs> you know? So I, I was technical, you know, I could do like tech support, but I couldn't actually code. So I used what I knew from tech support to pick up JavaScript and TS, you know? And I started working on a few projects here and there and few freelance gigs here and there and I, I submitted a prop for for nouns right there was a nouns prop I, I worked on for decentralized commerce and I don't know when I entered that ecosystem you know when you when you're on Twitter and you, you start interacting with a certain page you start seeing other things from that ecosystem so I realized East OS kind of pop up 
And then I followed the page. And then fast forward three months or four months later, Ethos kinds of post a tweet and I'm like, are you serious? Is this really happening? You know, like, is this Ethos phone really going to happen? And then I, I was like, is this real? And then Marco commented under it and was like, yeah, it's real. And then I found all the links and I joined Discord. And I think at the time I was working on ENS subdomain. So, and all these things, funny, funny enough, they kind of tie into the like ecosystem. Like everything sort of is already working together. Like you guys have subdomains already. So I felt like I was just naturally being drawn here, you know? And so he gave me a list of projects, you know, I DM'd him and talked to him. I was a dev. I would love to work on some projects, get myself out there. And he gave me a list of five projects, right? And I think it was a tornado wrapper, an Avi wrapper, pull together wrapper. And I think two others I can't really remember. And then I, 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 I knew about all of them. I didn't know about pull together, you know? So I did a quick Twitter search and then I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do pull together. And he was like, oh, that makes sense. TJ already asked to do something like this. So he was going to hit TJ up and see what happens. And then the next day, you know it, everybody to go. So I had to tie up some loose ends in my end. And then within a week, I was already started on the job. And, you know, like I said, I was, the whole thing is just a learning process. So the whole journey is just insane. <laughs> you know. What did you insane. what did you find on your Twitter search that encouraged you to do pool together over Tornado Rapper or Ave Rapper? Yeah, that's the thing, because I already knew about all those apps. So I already knew what they were. When pool together hit my face, it sort of seemed like I was working on something that seemed like ENS. You know, I didn't even have the idea that you guys were doing something. It was after I got into your ecosystem that I realized that you guys already are tapped into all these other ecosystems as well. But then all I just saw was, okay, I'm building something like this already. I can quickly tap into that energy and build something like this. It's, it's basically a wrapper. I'm building something as a contract. And the subdomains I, the same I made was basically the same thing. I created a contract wrapping ENS wrappers so that you can, you can sell and you can sell and rent um, ENS subdomains, you know. So I felt like it was basically on the same line of work with a small trajectory. The energy felt good. Yeah, totally. Can you tell me about ETHOS now and, and what that is, just for, for folks who might not know what ETHOS is? Okay. Well, I'm not, the, are- I'm not officially a spokesperson for ETHOS. I'm just maybe one of the early contributors because of the work I've done on Pool Together. Basically, um, the idea is getting an Android device that is permissionless, a mobile Ethereum device that is permissionless so that we can have crypto apps on there without having you know, getting removed from the app store. So that's the, that's, that's the basic energy behind ETHOS. It's a permissionless mobile device. And it's, it's based off Android. So it, it, it really just taps into the Android ethos as well, because Android is already open source, you know? So building on top of that just makes sense. And it, it kind of ties back to where I came from, because back, back in the day when... The startup I wanted to do sort of wanted to make Kindle devices, you know, and then the Kindle devices were going to have custom Android OSs on them. So all these things sound like things I wanted to do, but I never got the chance to do them. So I'm just kind of living out my dreams working with these. You see? Why were you interested in making a Kindle device to have, to to do more stuff, like to kind of jailbreak it? So I realized that, um, I thought of a realization was just probably um, a want. My dad used to work, um, 
in newspapers. He was an editor for the Daily Graphic up until then. And it felt like a natural, you know, trajectory to take my dad's business online. So I wanted to make a device, a cheap device where you could actually get your daily newspapers in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a Kindle, directly sent to the Kindle and sort of bundle books and magazines in the, in the whole package and just bundle it mainly for get a light OS for just reading, you know. I wanted that to become a whole thing here, reading device mainly for like African content, African books, African magazines and African newspapers. And when you say permissionless, like I, I think I know what you mean, uh, where like no one's restricting what apps are installing on it, yeah, right? Exactly. We could right. We, so you know, the like, user to care about security and to do their own research as far as like what they're what they're on, but there's no gatekeeping, so there's no censor. Yeah. It, 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 it's a lot similar to what Pull Together has going on with V5 right now. Maybe you have you, you have your protocol, but you, the community has a list of trusted things that they the trusted vaults that they want. So anybody can create the vault, but we're not encouraging you to drop your money in any vault. You know, that's what ETHOS kind of is like. So they are building their own apps. And I'm sure with time, as their ecosystem grows, there'll be other people who create an app store and they are going to review people's apps and make sure that those apps are not uh, malicious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's just really early. The ETHOS system is, is ecosystem is really, 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 really early. The, 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 the software builds are not really completely done yet for public use yet. They just, they just did the pre-orders for the Pixel 7 version of the ETHOS. And I don't think they've, really, they've shipped those out yet. You know, they're still doing final tweaks with the, with the OS itself. There's a whole lot of work to do before it's, it's finally out. But as it is now, to me personally, it looks great. I'm a fan, so I'm gonna say it looks great. <laughs> That's cool. So, so then, what's the future for you, G Loco? Like, what, what are you still working on EthOS stuff? That's what you're gonna be doing for the yeah. near term, or what? I'm sort of falling in love with EthOS and pull together. So I'm just going to keep building in that direction. But right now, I'm more excited about build for pull together because I talked about Susu. Um, community savings and loans, you know, and it has me really thinking about creating an, a, a vault for African, like African savings. You know, the the idea is most of the time spending depends on like dollar. So when the dollar goes higher, basically the price of goods for everything, you know. And I felt if people were saving from directly from Ghana cities into price tokens, it was gonna be cool. So I'm working on a little something where people can onboard themselves with an email and maybe they could use their local wallet to directly buy some pool tokens. So they don't need to worry about swapping and all that. We'll keep some pool tokens in store and we'll be, we'll be giving them out to people who want to, who want to join our pool. You know, that's just some early ideas I have for pool together. And for ETHOS, I'm still working on, 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 on the mobile app that I got started with and on doing something to onboard um, onboard funds onto your system wallet. Okay, and with this concept of Susu, I, when you talked about it, I learned. Uh, I, I was I looked it up, but can you just explain Susu for me? Yeah. So, like I was, I was trying to say before, Susu is a community savings and loans, right? So, basically, in Ghana, how it works is if maybe you are a lady who runs a business, you 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 have have a salon 
you have you sell drinks, you sell food. There are normally people who work for small, small communal banks, right? And they come around with you to you to your office with books. And maybe you give them two dollars, ten dollars worth of local currency, right? And they tally that up and add it to your so-called bank account. You know? And most of the times these savings and loans banks, they collapse. Because how else are they going to, I mean, reverse, return the yield? You know, how are they going to pay the people who are going to work on their, on coming out and, and collecting the funds? So most of the time, these businesses collapse, you know. But with something like Pull Together, there's no way I or anybody else can rag anybody's money, you know. Unless, well, when the person is buying, we don't do the transfer correctly. And that's not the plan here. You know what I'm saying? As long as we can, we can get you your pool tokens, your, your savings are good. And, the, and the, spending, the spending power of your tokens increase over time, you know, compared to saving maybe a thousand CDs and saving maybe a hundred dollars because a thousand CDs is almost the equivalent of a hundred dollars. You know, if I saved a hundred dollars, I'll probably be better off in the next six months than saving a thousand dollars, a thousand CDs. Saving a thousand CDs, the possibilities are it's going to get rocked or the spending, spending power is going to decrease. But we pull together spending power increases and then the money is safe yeah understood so So what so for example in two weeks uh we're working with this this uh provider called cypher wallet and they're 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 going to actually give people can sign up during the community call for a spending card so you can actually save with pool together and then you can you can convert your pool together savings into usd and spend it with a actual physical credit yeah that's actually kind of interesting I'm wondering though if that would work in a Ghanaian context, you know, or is it more mobile money, or is it credit card based? Is it what would like that kind of look like, where you're saving with Pool Together, but then also able to spend with it as well? Well, you are you are saving with Pool Together. Normally, when people when people have these savings, they don't they don't try to spend them, you know. And in, in, in our in our country is like um, your rainy day savings, so that's why it's kind of fucked when people run away with it. I'm, you know. It's, 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 it's kind of, most people kind of see it like a rainy day savings. They don't, they don't go for the money unless they have like a business to invest in or something. That's why they, they petty save it daily. They work, maybe make 100 CDs a day and put 10 CDs down for that day, you know? Right. Yeah. So the point is to not spend. You want to make it difficult to spend. It's more of making it not necessarily difficult to spend, but safe. You know, that's the biggest issue. The money being safe. Literally the biggest issue. Plus spending, then you have some some extra for saving in dollars. You know, you know. But ATMs are not so popular. And even in where I live, I have to. I probably have to pick a car to find an ATM. I can't walk to the nearest ATM. It's actually kind of far. So, but you're gonna use cash, or you're gonna use you're gonna use like a mobile payment. So right? we're going we're going to try and put a merchant Momo merchant on the site, right? So. People can use um, mobile payments or then we manually collect the payments and deposit into their wallets, like a P2P system. Normally, that's how we transact here. Even on, on, on regular days, normally if I want to buy crypto or sell crypto, I have to do P2P. I don't normally use a card. I either send my ETH to Binance, exchange to USD, get somebody with um, CDs to send me CDs, and the person keeps the USD on Binance. You know? Got it. So when, um, when we give them, okay. we are giving them account abstraction access, like email email access to the to the to the PT tokens. That's great. Instead of having That's MetaMask great. access, yeah, yeah, MetaMask swap is 
email straight to PT. That's a, that's a concept. I love it. Well, then, how does ENS work in this in this way as well? Is that also abstracted? No, ENS ENS is, is is a different project altogether. So I told you I was working on on subdomains, and you know, selling selling subdomains is is cool and all, but there's not actual use case for it. So I was sort of brainstorming ways to use um, ENS subnames for payroll. And not not just payroll; you can actually use it for community gating and a whole lot of stuff. But I, I kind of stuck with payroll because that's where money, liquidity, and all everything. That's what kind of shines my eyes sometimes, you know. So I decided to build a subdomain payroll system where maybe you could have like, like marketing dot pull together and a list of employees under marketing dot pull together and send money to the ENS, not to the wallet. And the contract, the smart contract, does a CCIP read, figures out which owner is on which wallet, checks if they've already claimed the addresses before they send out the payouts. There's also another account abstraction concept I'm working on, you know. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think that uh, one thing that uh, that came up when I was exploring subdomains um, when Pool Together got our subdomains was uh, the idea that sometimes people don't want to show what they've got paid. And so like yeah. the ability to actually um, swap out wallets um, yeah. so that you don't see that amount, right? So every time you get paid, it's either a new wallet or a different wallet. Exactly. Uh, or, or a way to hide the wallet, uh, you know, at least at the payroll so side this, of things. This so is that- the, and, and it's actually kind of cool because the integration is actually with, um, the integration I'm thinking about is with Namestone, you know, so it's going to be gasless and free. So we're going to give them a chance to change it like, like that, you know. Anytime you want to change your payment address, you can just change it like that. I love it. Are you talking to Namestone? I'm still doing a whole lot of research on CCIP, Got so it. I haven't really gotten my, my API yet. I'm trying to make sure I can get the data on L2, L1 data on Got L2, it. you know? Got it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, any parting thoughts, Giloco? Anything that, that uh, you, um, you want to say to the Pull Together community or people listening to the podcast? Man, you guys are so welcoming, man. I've, I've never been anywhere and been invited to talk on Twitter and <laughs> on Discord. It's actually pretty cool how you guys do, man, for real. It does anything yeah. I have to say, yeah. man. You guys are really, really, really down to earth, and I, I love it for real. You don't get this kind of love anywhere else. Thanks for building. Thanks for being part of the community and and actually coming on the podcast and stuff. It's 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 a joy to talk to you, sir. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep talking, keep building together. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Dobby. Dobby. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pulltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.